0: what's up everybody we're back with another boardroom out of office podcast Gianni, it's been a it's been a few weeks my man but we are back in action today's thursday june 2nd close to summertime in new york city
1: it's crazy how fast time flies
0: in life or just this year both in life for sure and both this year, too. Yeah. Yesterday or two days ago, it was like 195 degrees in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and another fucked up example of global warming. But a lot of people don't like that scorching heat in the city. I like it.
1: No, it's too humid. There's no breeze. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, no breeze. You know what? And it's dope, though, on a day like that at night. Because then you get like a cool 78 or 80.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, I was walking my dog last night, and it was like, Like that, 80 degrees. When people, no matter what day it is in New York City, no matter what's happening in the world, when the weather gets good, people are out and about. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, people are living when the weather is good in New York City. Facts. Facts, right? Yeah. Everyone's mood is different. Energy's better. You start looking at life differently when it's like sunny out. Things that you looked at, one way in the middle of the winter, the depths of winter. You're like I hate everything. I hate it here. I hate my life. Shit's the same every day. Then all of a sudden it's sunny out. And you're like, yo, you want to eat outside tonight? And they're exactly. like, Yeah, it's, your whole it's mood so is different. Light out all night too. I know. I know. Um, great interview today. Speaking of good energy, man, what an honor it was. Um, I left you out of this one. Sorry, Brody. It's all right. But you know who it was, right?
1: Adam Sandler,
0: Adam Sandler, fire, Fire. it was a great interview. I could have spoke to him all day. I don't know if he could have spoke to me all day, but they gave me a quick 30. I pushed it to like 40. Um,
1: What are your top two Adam Sandler movies?
0: mm, Well, first of all, well, let me answer your question. That was a good question. Top two Adam Sandler movies. Um, Okay. Um, Let me think. Waterboy, but that's not, <laughs> that's not my favorite, but that Waterboy shit, Bobby Boucher was funny as hell. 51st um, yeah. Dates, was that the one when wow. he, I'm oh just naming God. them. I'm not, I'm not in order yet. Cat, Hold on, hold on. It. Happy Gilmore was obviously legendary. Um, Billy, Billy Madison. Oh my God. That's what the whole company's named after, right? Um, but then the other thing, and I mentioned this to him in the interview, is like his, down and out drama drama role dramatic roles are incredible yeah. like this movie the hustler or hustle hustle yeah i don't want to say it wrong no disrespect hustle um what was the other one again uncut gems, uncut gems. man he was incredible in that you ever see spanglish
1: nah i never saw spanglish
0: spanglish was awesome who was his
2: co-star in that
0: I forgot her name. She was amazing. Yeah, it was the girl. There was two people in it. <laughs> I mean, there was mad people in it, yeah. but there's two people I'm thinking. Of. Two women. Um, I can't remember either. I think Tia Leone, maybe. I'm just saying names now, though. <laughs> I think Tia Leone was in it, though, for sure. Um, All right. Well, I didn't answer your question. I've just named six of them so far, seven. But, man, he's – I mean, you kidding me? It's Adam Sandler. He's one of the biggest, most, like, important – stars of the last 30 40 years he's brought so many people just like joy yeah no bullshit just joy dressed in baggy jeans and a t-shirt living chilling and you know i thought he went to my camp like i've had this whole story my whole life that he went to my camp but he actually didn't he grew up on the lake that my camp was on lake Winnipesaukee, but he didn't go there it was like an old Wives tale. Or, Would
1: you say Jim Carrey is on the same level of stardom as Adam Sandler or no?
0: I mean, he's on the same level. I think Adam Sandler is a bigger star maybe. Yeah, I feel like Adam Sandler is a bigger star. I feel like more people probably like Adam Sandler. Jim Carrey, who I like, but I think Jim Carrey a little odd. Right. <laughs> Some yeah. people find him a bit odd. But I think that's probably a bit of just like what he's wanted people to think too.
1: Because they both got hits hits
0: he has hits jim carrey's got mega hits adam sandler's got mega mega hits they both got mega mega hits mad hits shit well it was really fun talking to him too and he knows hoop like he really knows and loves basketball and you know guess who's in his movie Well, Kenny Smith, New York City point (laughs) guard. And none other than Mark Action Jackson.
1: I think we should start trying to mention Mark. In every single podcast about it. That's easy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's easy, bro. Um, But yeah, I mean, and you could tell from interviewing him that Adam Sandler feels that same type of way about like the basketball he grew up on. Like he loves basketball now, obviously. But like those dudes from when you're younger, it's like how you feel about Steve Nash and AI. Exactly. Like the way you feel about Nash and AI is how I feel about these guys. And, you know, uh, great announcement we made this morning too.
1: Fire point right? gods.
0: Point gods, man. New York City point guards. New York City point guards. Point gods coming out on Showtime, end of July. We're gonna do a premiere July 29th. July 29th. We're gonna calendars. do a premiere in the city. It's gonna be popping. Um and that that doc's incredible. I hope Adam Sandler comes to our uh screening or our release. Yeah, for sure. I told him Does about he live it. in
1: the city or Cali.
0: I think he probably lives here, Cali. Live in- he's
1: Rhyme rich, you you know, He's rich, rich. Know. Yeah.
0: Rich rich rich. When you're rich, 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 you could be like, you live in New York? And they say, yeah. You can ask them, you live in LA? You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Both are true. Yeah. Right?
0: They don't answer it like normal people. No, I live in New York. Like, I just got a house in LA, Miami, Aspen, Hawaii, London. Norway. Lake Como. <laughs> Sydney, San Tropez. I live everywhere. I live everywhere. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Adam Sandler. Boardroom.tv. You're not
1: going to ask me what my favorite Adam Sandler movie is.
0: Oh, what was your favorite Adam Sandler movie?
1: Probably Mr. Deeds.
0: Mr. Deeds? I've never seen it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never Mr. even Deed, heard
0: of honestly. it, yo. I've never even heard That's of it. That's when
1: he, like, his uncle passes away and he inherits, like, a bazillion dollars and he's from, like, the middle of nowhere.
0: I swear I thought and that.
1: And he just becomes the nicest billionaire ever.
0: <laughs> I've never heard that one.
1: <laughs> there's that one, and then there's the one where he, like, adopts the kid and becomes like his dad
0: <laughs> i like that one that one's fired. with uh, that one's with the um the dude kevin he's with kevin james he's always yeah in there. Yeah. yeah where which, they pretend they which were one's that? bubba chuck no it's that's,
1: like mr little big or something wait like that.
0: yeah bubba chuck that's, that's <laughs> alan iverson's nickname hold up let me look this up our it. listeners <laughs> our listeners are out there on the edge of their seat like what was the name of that movie hold on google Adam Sandler, Kevin James. Here we go. Damn, there's a lot of them. Grownups is not what you're talking about, but I <laughs> no, forgot I not. forgot grownups too. Hold on. Um, damn. Chuck and Larry? No.
1: Big Daddy.
0: Big Daddy. Yep, Big Daddy. Damn, let's look at Adam Sandler movies though. Before old. we get into this Adam Sandler interview, I'm going to bless you all. With some <laughs> more of Adam Sandler's titles. names. Just go with it. Grown Ups, fifty first Dates, Blended, Big Daddy, Grown Ups 2, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore, Hustle, Click, The Wedding Singer, I'm bugging. Click. Oh, I'm my bugging. God. The Wedding Singer, Julia Gulia, Anger Management, The Longest Yard, Mr. Deeds, Little Nicky. Little Nicky was funny as hell. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Paul Blart. I don't even know if these are him anymore.
1: Click. Damn.
0: He has been in so many movies, bro. All right, well, without further ado, let's listen to my interview with Adam Sandler. Gianni, good catching up. My G, I'll talk to you soon. Boardroom.tv. I'm glad to be here, buddy. All right, so talk to me about what Basketball and NBA culture do for you and why you love it so much?
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the game. I love what it did for me growing up. Not not just playing, but watching him. I just watch it with my dad and my brother and my mom sitting in the living room, loving the Knicks, pulling so hard for the Knicks. I guess it connects to my father like the Knicks, so I want my dad happy, so I'd be like, and I'd get so into it, and uh, and then my uncle lived in the same building as, as Phil Jackson in New York, so we went to the garden, met Phil, got to see Clyde, got to see Earl the Pearl, and per, you know, like it's like been a part of my house. Yep. And uh, and so being a Knicks fan, we weren't allowed to like the Celtics. I grew up near near Boston. Every kid wore this Celtic pom pom hat. Uh, I had this. I had the Knicks hat on. It didn't go over well, <laughs> and then so I, I had to like dig in and be like, "No, no, know You can't disagree with my dad." I like, I like the yeah. Knicks. And it's, it's kind of a hostile uh, place to, to grow up and be a Knicks fan, but just meant a lot on that end. Then just playing hoop, I did your basic. I was never great, but as I got older, I got worse and worse. When I was a little kid, they thought I was awesome. I played CYO. You know, Church League, I was on the JCC team, then I was on St. Catherine's, St. Joe's. I was on every team who would take me. (laughs) And before you had to be strong, I was pretty good because I could hit my shots. Then when the guys started getting stronger and banging and stuff, then I started being like, ooh, maybe I'm not (laughs) meant for this. But. I've played my entire life, always play.
0: It's when you you love the sport and play it, and if you are self-aware, you can gauge when your time is
2: up, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Well, I I think because my dad and mom gave me so much confidence, I literally, I couldn't understand that I wasn't going to be as good as these (laughs) other guys, because they said I was great. And then I would start getting older than 14, 15 and guys were, when I was on my high school team, I never played. Yeah. And I'd be sitting there going, what the hell is the matter with the coach, man? I'm <laughs> incredible. My dad said so, <laughs> but uh, then I look back and I go, yeah, no, these guys were better than me. And that was that.
0: Yeah. Well, so I, I we have a scripted series on uh, another network um, and basketball is at the center of it. And I know how hard it is when you're making a sports program to kind of keep up that authenticity, especially with something that you care so much about and the NBA, which is so mainstream going into this, what part of that was not nerve wracking, but was something you were really cognizant of how the basketball had to be portrayed?
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, we knew, first of all, LeBron's involved. You knew that was going to open many doors to, to people participating. Um, you knew that we were, I, I see movies, I see a baseball movie, a guy playing a baseball player, I see him throw the ball, and I go, oh, my God, he doesn't play baseball. Yeah. He's playing a superstar. It doesn't make any sense. But um, this, this <laughs> we just wanted to feel real, raw, like what you see on a playground, what you see when the, when the this superstars actually play together, the feeling of that. Somehow, Wancho read it and auditioned and uh just for fun and then the, the guy happened to be like this incredible actor uh was so natural and, and then i knew nuancho knew a little bit from the, the the nuggets and the timberwolves and i was like that guy he's smooth yeah he's got a great shot and then you, you just realize when a guy's a an nba player he's going to be able to do anything i mean we played with bobon he was taking it up the court looking like a stud you know like oh i played ball with Shaq years uh years ago and he was a point guard when he was young and so when he had the ball and he was going up they, they can they, they still are smooth even though that's, the, yes. that's their position so anyways i knew there was a lot of dribbling stuff to do a lot of but i knew watch would be incredible at yep. like that and he was and uh um just just everybody in it could could play for real yeah you know dell demps still Del yep. and and mike foster they went around and they found guys who wanted to be in it and a lot a lot of a lot of guys were, were either uh, division one guys or uh, or overseas guys or NBA guys and yep. all, all the NBA guys who showed up were pretty damn great
0: yeah I love when Boban uh, waves off Trey Young um, <laughs> yeah b- um, but also yeah. so you brought in front office personnel Del Demps and these guys to scout yes. just your extras and everything
2: yes 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 they made it they were because they, they take it serious, it, it, it made our jobs easier. I didn't have to ever say, now, come on, this guy, he's, yeah. he's not, he's not uh, the level. They were, they were very honest with everything. going. There's no way that guy would be out there with those guys. And they were just very picky at finding legit guys who could, every extra who played on the team, everybody was sick. They were unbelievable you couldn't be I, I couldn't come close to playing with any of them yeah um it was, it was very authentic so that made the director jeremiah zager he 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 shot it really cool he made yep. it look real like the real deal but his job was much easier the fact that nobody out there was gonna foul up you didn't have to wait for a guy to hit the shot they were hitting hitting five shots yeah Yeah, it was pretty sick man when we were in spain we we did a with the spanish national team and i'm doing a scene with the coach and throwing the ball out there and everybody i threw it to would be like you know 15 feet 20 feet (laughs) you just it was easy
0: that's a good way to cut down uh production costs man one take
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) moving on
0: yes he hit
2: Five in a row again. Yeah. Watcho, Watcho was hitting every shot.
0: His shot looks Sick, beautiful, man. man. Who is yeah, the yeah. um who was there an inspiration for Stanley?
2: It, you know, my dad is Stanley. He was Stanley Sandler, and everybody loved my dad, and he coached all my teams. And dude, I thought of him a lot when I was doing Stanley. I, I and um, just the fact that he just give he always gave himself to whoever he was coaching and never never it wasn't a thing about my character that was kind of like, I wish I was out there playing. He kind of, he's just going, yeah, I don't belong out there with that with these guys. He just was like, how do I make this one particular guy think straight, push him the hardest I can push him, and know that he's got someone who, who loves him backing him up. That was kind of like my dad.
0: You know, in making a parallel to like a CEO of a big enterprise who started as a founder, when you were Adam Sandler in the beginning, I'm sure you wore every hat there was um, and as you've now become Adam Sandler that you are today, when you start a film like this, do you still have the same mentality of a level of micromanagement and a level of wearing every hat and still being in on the writing and the directing and every bit of it? Yeah.
2: This one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been doing movies lately where I join uh, a director or a writers, his vision, they asked me to be in it and I said, yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll do what you want me to do. But this one was, LeBron and, and and Maverick and and um uh, and also Joe Ross, these guys they own the script. I like the idea and it was written well. Um, but then we got once I jumped in, I I uh I saw this movie We the Animals, and I said that director's awesome man, and he just happened to be from Philly, happened to be a big Sixer fan. Uh so we were jamming on it. Then Will Fetters is this guy I got introduced to, he, he wrote uh, some some great stuff, uh, Born to be a Star, and just met him, and was a big dude, played hoop himself, and he knew everything about every team, big Lakers fan. Um, we just got together, and we just were excited. Yeah. was excited. All three we of us were excited about making it as real, as deep as we could, and legit. And then the fact, you know, LeBron, his company's involved. Every phone call you make with the NBA's, got to be legit legitimized yes you know? they knew they knew it was we weren't goofing on it we were trying to make a raw real movie yep
0: i mean you have a hoop movie and lebron james is making calls that's uh it's game over yeah yeah
2: yeah um, <laughs> that's a biggie that's a biggie yeah and,
0: and your no look passes definitely went viral last year people know you're a savvy point guard man
2: i have to tell you the truth man i've seen some of that footage there's there's better footage out there, man. I, I have, there's been better passes. There's been better behind <laughs> the backers, but there's also been some of the worst basketball playing you've seen uh, by me. So I'm glad that's not out there. Yes. I, I, end could, up, that, I end up being okay.
0: That could have easily cemented uh, that you weren't a Hooper. So you're lucky. You definitely lucky.
2: <laughs> it. I'm very lucky, man. I know, I know there's a thousand guys out there going, he's not that good, man. <laughs> I just, I destroyed
0: him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I pointed this out yesterday when I watched a film that, like, obviously we grew up. Um, well, I don't want to say grew up, we're only 10 years apart. I'm going to make you feel old. But I've been watching your films my entire life. And there's films that we all relate to, there's films that we all repeat when we're out, and lines that we know. And if I could say, if, if everyone had like one second to explain who you were, they would say you were this like generational uh, comedic actor. But in reality, when I watch you do these down and out type characters, to me, it's flawless. Um, did you always nice. feel like you could act both drama and comedy, or have you evolved in this, to this actor, do you think?
2: Uh, man, that's that's. thank you for saying that. And I I, rem- I went to NYU. I was in acting school. I knew I wanted to be a comedian. I would sit and watch the other guys and the, the – the, the, Guys and, and the ladies who were in my class and and I'd watch them act and I knew they were better at the drama than me and I would watch them and say man that's pretty cool I think I could do that though uh, one day I'll get to that but I was kind of focused on being a comedian but back in my head I was always like one day I'll do that we'll, we'll, we'll see let me just go after I always I kind of wanted to be Eddie Murphy you know I yeah. wanted I, that, that was that was like the goal um, and then. Uh, Somehow, in the back of my head, I was like, maybe I'll do something uh, that's not goofy comedy uh, one day. Somehow throughout that, I got offers to do these interesting movies that these guys believed in me so much. And they said, I wrote it for you. I see you doing this and that kind of game. You're like, all right, let's go. Let me, let me jump in here and try to be as good as I can be. For, uh they believed in me, I don't want to let them down.
0: Well, so, you know, as I've grown my business and as I've met other people um, who are incredible at their craft, what I think has separated some of the people I've been fortunate to be around when I see how Jay-Z interacted with people from the very beginning or see how Kevin is when he interacts with people, you know, the great ones who are also kind and considerate. Are the ones that ultimately become the true successes and and the reputation that you've gotten from people that I've met that know you that have nothing to do with you as an actor is how kind you've been in Hollywood um, that's got to be a hard but b, do you pay attention to the fact that um, in getting what you want you've realized that doing it your way and being kind and not having to conform is why you've been so successful
2: Oh man, uh, I mean, I don't, I know, I, I, I was kind of drilled in my head to be a good, good person, and when I'm not a good person, I'm not great every time. I make some silly, quick mistakes, and my wife calls me on it, and my uh, my parents certainly are, always called me on it. Everybody in the family, but I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I know, you know. I was thinking about this this week. Because I, when my daughter just got bought Missou, we had this awesome time, and I saw all my old friends from growing up were out there, and I was like, I, I got a good life, man. I'm fucked <laughs> up. I just got to, t- I, I get to think of something, I get to write it, I get to do it. It's, I no, I, I don't know. I really couldn't ask for a better place for, for that, and. um I am happy to be nice to people. I'm happy that I'm on these sets. I'm happy that anyone who's working, I know it's good to work. In our business, it's rough out there. When you're not working, you're not making money, you ain't paying rent, it's, it's, it's rough. So whenever I can, it feels great to be around people I love and, and make sure that we're all working together. Yep. Uh, I don't know, man, I, I lucked out big. And, and like you said, on the streets, man, you say hi to me, I, I love you, I'm, I'm right back. To, I'll hang out with you I'll, as quick, you know, I can't be there forever because I got a family. Yeah. But, uh, or sometimes I got to hit and run because I'm walking my daughter down the street and I don't have time to talk to somebody too long. But most of the time I try to be Yep.
0: Good. I'll tell you something funny. There's, a, there's a, um, a part in the doc we did on point guards where these guys talk about how they practice their handles going through traffic in New York, the streets of New York, yeah. side sidewalks. Yeah. So last yeah. year, last year I'm walking down Madison Avenue and
2: there you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, man. I bet it was up on 80th and Madison because my my, kid, my kids and wife were in a store looking at clothes and I'm like, I ain't going in there. And I just start dribbling. Out.
0: That's exactly where you were. And you were crossing and shaking. And I was well, like,
2: that's hilarious, man. Yes. It wasn't that smooth, was it? I'm telling you, Vessi, he shows me shit to do. And I'm like, I can't do that, man. These guys, bend; they get to the ground so I can oh hardly God. touch my knees, man. Well, you had Are a, you, you had still a, able
0: to move it? I, I mean, in slow-mo, but as soon as I have <laughs> to pick up the speed, the game and the skill erodes quick. <laughs> um, That's funny. Man. So last question, and I'll really let you go. Um, you know, for me, when I walk away from a film, uh, it, there's a multitude of things that I want to get out of it. But when I can find a film that I'm going to keep watching, that I know that every time I scroll through Netflix or I'm on a plane or anytime I happen to see it on cable, there's those films. And you have probably 50 of them. But <laughs> this, one for, Thanks, this one for me is that. Um, beyond the fact that it's actually like a very compelling film, I think you really did a great job representing a world that I'm accustomed to every day. And it, it is real. And it's hard to make something real. That is so close to everyone else. And you did a really good job of
2: that. Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's a movie. Yeah. There's nothing you can do at times. You got to hit plot points and you got to say this happened and you got to devise the scene to make that happen, even on the court. But we tried to make it as real as you can and what you would see and how you would block a shot and how you would get your pocket picked and that try to be as smooth as we can. The guys in it all did it legit. I don't think, I don't know. I mean, they just, just made it all look real. Cause when you tell, you know, uh, uh, it was funny. And Anthony Edwards had to get a jam blocked by Wancho. yeah. And he kept going, oh man, you know, Wancho, you couldn't do that. Like that (laughs) kind of stuff. And, and, uh, and watch like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, they would talk, talk back and forth shit. It, it, it was funny. And then finally <laughs> he he got let himself get in a position that Wancho could block a, a
0: jam but he certainly <laughs> didn't want to do that yes well anthony edwards has got star uh star appeal across the what book. a
2: superstar yeah what a great yes team, man. so so funny
0: Yep, and uh i will speak to you soon thank you so much and special shout out for making queen latifah your wife in the film man come on that was incredible
2: that Best what a, what a lady we had fun together she's a great great person i know for, for a long time i'm glad we got to do
0: that. all right well hustle congratulations everybody go watch it download boardroom adam i'll speak to you soon
2: later good good to see you. i'll say hi to the moscow boys.
0: i will for sure i'll talk to you soon